0: And we have a fun night for you tonight Along with an awesome guest And Josh, who who do we have on here? That's right We got one of my favorite
1: podcast hosts And show hosts, whatever If you're on YouTube, I guess it's called The Show But uh, podcast, YouTuber, uh, Alan Voivod Um, Like I said, he's my favorite I love getting my seven minutes out of Alan Or more See, he'll give you extra for free Seven days a week You're guaranteed seven minutes You're guaranteed seven But you you might get get a little more more. Um, Alan joins us um, uh, uh, before we get there, make sure you follow us on Patreon too You can go check us out there if you want to support us And we have a very exciting thing we're doing right now Which is the Beyond the Doors Hyper Toy Drive
0: Yes, right? where we are partnering with 12 other content creators in the Star Wars universe And if you go to our website, beyondtheblastdoors.com, At the very top, there is a link to the Hyper Toy Drive It's for Toys for Tots right. in the New Jersey area that hopefully we're going to get uh local 501st garrison to help distribute some of the gifts. And uh, they've already been coming in. You can. Yeah,
1: we've always, already had some great
0: response. Yeah. There's an Amazon list that you can pull anything from a $5 item to, I think, a $50 item. I think so. Something like that. Something Maybe like that. 25 Maybe, yeah. and Yeah. And, uh, and it's all Star Wars related. And we have until, I believe it's December 4th. But I think that's a loose December fourth. So it is a loose December. So if you haven't already contributed, I know we've got other Star Wars uh, content creators such as Star Wars Explained, Steel Wars, uh, Tarkin's, Some... Tarkin's Top Shelf. There's there's a whole bunch, and they're all listed there on the website. Who are also being a part of this, which is a great thing to be a part of because COVID hits the charities as hard as it hits you and me. Yeah. So uh, be yeah. a part of that. Yeah, pretty, for five bucks, if you got pretty easy. Amazon Prime,
1: I mean, you're shipping something direct for free. So, yeah, join it up and uh, help us make a kid happy this Christmas. A tot, a, tot, a toy for a tot. a tot. For
0: a tot. Are you ready to bring Alan in? Well, I am. Okay. I am. You do have one more thing. Well, here. I was just going to say. Forget what I was going to say. Let's bring him in. Are you sure?
1: Yeah, I'm sure. All I'm right. Sure um, this. Alan, are you ready? Here he comes. Boom.
0: Hey. Boom.
1: Hey. hey.
0: How's it going? Mr. Great. Voivod, welcome in. The Thank Johnny so Carson, the Johnny so Carson of me. Star Wars toy or Star Wars podcast. <laughs> That's right. Oh uh, Alan, um, let's get right into this. When you popped up bef- before the show started, both Josh and I were like, hey, what <laughs> is that? And we got to ask for our viewership and for our listenership. What is that awesome presentation behind you?
2: (laughs) So um, Mattel did two different series of dolls where they did a high fashion concept take on classic Star Wars characters. And so the first series of them involved R2-D2 and Princess Leia and Darth Vader. And the second series, that was last year. And the second series that came out this year has a Chewbacca, a C3PO, a Ray, and a Stormtrooper. And so this can you is- grab Vader like you did
1: before? Can you grab Vader and just show what a Barbie Vader looks like?
2: Yes. So look at that. Oh, oh okay. man. Right this- up into the camera. <laughs> this is
1: fantastic.
0: No, it looks great. It looks kind of, kind of like the Baroness on G.I. Joe.
1: Well, this oh. is what Andy and I were saying before the show. We were like, this is a collection. And by the way, an amazing presentation of a collection that I have never really looked at or looked for. Ah. Alan, Alan comes in
2: hot. Yeah. <laughs> well, He's I knew coming. I was coming into. I had to do something, you know, to impress you. Guys. Woo! did you fully worked. Done and done, sir.
0: <laughs> Let me ask you, uh, which one is your favorite of those? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm digging the stormtrooper personally
2: you know I'm I mean I've always been partial to R2D2 as a character but um, and I will say that C-3PO is not always my favorite character in general nothing against him necessarily but I'm really liking the C-3PO a lot which if I can it's like a Jenga puzzle. do this <laughs> oh look at that
1: <laughs> yeah it's beautiful
0: uh, there you Foxy. go Foxy my gosh, now I'm going to collect Barbies. <laughs> I think that's the that, I think that's the only that logical neck, the only logical thing. <laughs>
1: Those boxes are fantastic. I don't care I I mean it it's just so collectible.
0: It's so they're for looking. They're for your daughters. Josh. And this is fuzzy right here. Yeah, look She's at that. Going. Look at that.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like a is it like the the uh bandolier strap kind of thing? I, know, it's, I think it's more like
2: it's, just the fur actually
1: Okay. <laughs> God, that's so cool just the fur that is so cool <laughs> oh beautiful well thank you for joining us alan and thank you for showing off your awesome collection which now is going to cost me money i appreciate it
2: <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh we want to give a shout out real quick to our live chat those that are watching on youtube and on facebook yeah um Welcome for joining us tonight with Alan. It's going to be a fun little toy chat and we got a couple of little side conversations that we're going to have along the way that should be interesting for everybody, toy fan or collectible fan or not. So... Uh, <laughs> don't worry about mac and cheese. Anyway, um, <laughs> we got a we got a
1: we got a spammer in the chat, which I think means we're uh, progressing. Yeah, we're, <laughs> people
0: think they're going to see. If you stuff. have a
1: spammer in the chat, it's yeah. we're progressing. Um, so, Alan, uh, before we get started, uh, one thing I've wanted to ask you, and as is as, as I know you cover it, but like, what's your take so far? Because we haven't talked to you. Have we talked to you during the Mandalorian? I, I don't think so. But l- what's your take on the Mandalorian in general?
2: Uh, just this season or overall sure
1: either? whatever whatever you I mean I know you watched last season doesn't matter so what do you think about this season so far yeah
2: I will say um, yeah I'm already starting to think about you know the mid-season review episode that um, that I've done previously but um, I will say so far I'm much more impressed with this season not that I wasn't impressed with last season last season was great but as far as the mix of you know, what I you know when we watched the X-Files, if you remember the X-Files, they used to talk about the mythology episodes. And those are the episodes where the whole alien thing was part of the story versus the sort of monster of the weak things. And I was always sort of a fan of the, the mythology episodes and less so about the monster of the weak things. And I felt like the first season of The Mandalorian had that very kind of clear delineation like those old X-Files episodes did. Season yeah. two doesn't feel that differentiated instead it feels like the overall story of the mandalorian and the child is being more intentionally integrated into the overall adventure of the week kind of situation that we're getting and i like that a lot better um that's been really well done and i was very pleased to see them get back to navarro on this last episode of the siege, which is uh, chapter 12 or season two episode four, if you prefer right <laughs> um, to at least get back in touch with what we knew from the first season, which, you know, everything on Navarro with grief Carga and Cara Dune and what the aftermath was from the events of season one from uh, redemption from chapter eight redemption. Oh gosh. Um, hope that's right. Anyway. Um, Yeah, I think they've really done a fantastic job With the integration of it so far so i'm really pleased what about you guys what are you thinking about it
1: i agree with you i like your response to that because i feel like uh you know in some way everybody's like hey move it forward move the plot let's go to a new place let's go to a new place let's go to a new place i actually really liked going back to tatooine i felt like we saw a different tatooine than we had ever seen before so i enjoyed that a lot like Mm -hmm. from a different perspective we'd always seen tatooine either from Jabba's palace or from, you know, R2 and 3PO walking through the dunes, right? And then, of course, most Eisley. That was Tatooine. Um, but it just, it felt, even though... Uh Anyway, I won't talk go down that line, but it just felt really cool because we're in a canyon. We saw, we saw a crate dragon, you know, finally, which apparently the one we saw in New Hope was a was a baby. The skeleton was a baby that had died <laughs> uh, because that crate dragon was a lot bigger. So I enjoy. So I'm with you, Alan. I I don't mind going back to kind of the roots a little bit and grabbing hold of of what the Mandalorian started as. I mean, for Pete's sake, it's only eight episodes, so you know going away from anything kind of seems foolish if you're not tying everything together. Right. Like, right. I mean, they have a sick or a drama called Chicago that happens in one place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it can't right. happen in other places.
0: So yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. I, I feel like, uh, there's no sophomore slump here. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, that's, right. you know, I, I hate to even bring this up, but like as awesome as the first season of lost was the second season yeah. Did not live up to the first season. Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh and Lost is one of my favorite series. I'm one of those people. So, mm. uh but this season of Mandalorian has picked up all the momentum from season one and then taken it further. And what I really am looking forward to is the second half of the season. It's going to be all about Moff Gideon. Now it's all good. It's going to be about uh what, you know even though it's always been about kind of it's kind of always been about what's happening to the child but now now the major player the major antagonist is really going to get involved and I I feel like in these last um these last few episodes and and that is what we've been building up for even though it's only a short season of 8 episodes like we said this is we're finally getting to the head and it's going to take two awesome episodes of conflict and then either a final resolution episode or a cliffhanger for season three. Sure. And that's okay. So either way, I'm gonna be happy with it. And and uh I'm just I'm just excited to for the moment. Have we I don't think we've talked about theories. I know. See, he's he's going on theories. Alan. Do we do we want to talk theory for a second?
1: Helen like, Helen likes theories. I know yeah, I he likes, likes theories, but Alan also likes Cold hard facts, which is what he goes and gets.
0: So yes, he be careful he, here. As soon as I say something, he's gonna well, actually, me and
1: uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, <I'm> re- <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Uh, we've kind of floated this around in the network a little bit, and and maybe once or twice, kind of on the side and on Twitter. But um, I'm feeling like as much as maybe this would break our hearts a little bit, but a. Uh, Dark saber for the child trade the, mm. between Bo and Moff G. Mm.
1: Wow, you're shopping that right here on the Hall of Chronicles. I don't know. It just seems.
0: <sighs> I know it's probably better suited for a streaming Star Wars, but it's all right. I like it. Yeah,
2: that's kind I mean, of you heard here first. Me.
0: Alan, respond to that.
2: I yeah, I like it. I mean, I don't know if Bo Katan has any particular investment in a mandalorian zealot like din right and she just wants to get back to mandalore and restore her claim to the throne which she apparently believes she is owed because she's asking after the dark saber and its owner and does he have it does he have it in the end of that episode uh the heiress who you know and who else could the heiress be except bo katan right so It would not surprise me, something like that. I think that's a very legitimate and valid piece of speculation right there, that she could try to engineer something where she would get the Darksaber back, she would get control of Mandalore if she could, or at least just the Darksaber itself in exchange for information about Din and the child. I don't know if you know that gets into the whole question of, is Gideon... In charge on mandalore i think he must be but Mm. the fact that she's even asking the question of that imperial captain makes me wonder whether the dark saber has passed through multiple hands before it got to moff gideon so who did she lose it to and who has had it in the interim
1: yeah i don't know uh,
2: uh, I feel see, like that's there's... why I
1: like hearing Alan's
0: take. It's always so good. It's so well thought out. Yeah. Yeah. It's what he, it's like. He does it for a living. It is. So. <laughs> or for a hobby. I don't, I don't know, know for a mean, hobby. Yeah. Living We're seven hobby. days a week, 365 days. Probably one in the same Year. at this point. <laughs> yeah. So I like the uh, statement here by uh, Gallinori and Saber here. Bo would do anything. To rule Mandalore again, yeah. so that's why that's why I can't put it past uh, Bo Katan. She's already been willing to not be completely truthful with Din um, about what the plan is mm. and what the way is. And mm-hmm. um, well,
1: she kind of said that
0: sarcastically. This is the way she, she, she did. Yeah, she did, and it she was like <laughs> tossed <laughs> him under the bus for trick on you for the plan. But yeah, <laughs> but um, but anyway, so I, I don't. that's it's far-fetched i i probably would take that with a grain of salt but you know it would make for some interesting conversation that's Mm -hmm. for sure sure it would give us content and if there's anything
1: we know about the things that we spout on theories for mandalorian it's that we're going to be 100 percent incorrect so (laughs) that's why i like
0: talking about it yeah (laughs) yeah um do you want to get to Josh, you want to do what have we got lately or we wanna get into the Mando? No, let's
1: do that and then we'll wrap it up with the or we'll finish with the Mando Mando Monday. I mean, I I think starting Mando Monday review with a little Mando Mandalorian, the actual Series uh, uh, review is is totally okay. it's, now, been, it's
0: appropriate. I yeah. F-
1: now, uh, now that we have Alan here, I guess we want to get into the. I guess it's what I got this week. Yeah.
0: Alan's we already showed off, you know, some recent gets of of in his collection, which are amazing, fantastic. I actually feel ashamed at what I'm uh, going to show, but um, go ahead, Josh. All right, you've right. got a you've got a a little bit of a gripe. So
1: I got a beef right here, and I'm the first <laughs> one who's uh, <laughs> this is the first time it's happened to me as far as um, I've seen many images on Twitter. Um, and Facebook and wherever of people just receiving terrible shipments from major companies on their pre-orders, you know, just bad shipping practices in general. And for me, you know, through Entertainment Earth, which I have no gripe with, uh, and and Amazon, it's all been great. Everything that's been shipped has come in in its finest condition, but I pre-ordered from Walmart. And not Mm. that I haven't received fine items from Walmart before, but I got... Here, I'll show you. Go ahead and solo me up there, Andy. Okay, I got this. You, you guys have all seen this before. This envelope, right? This envelope comes with things like patches or bubble wrap. Uh, maybe, maybe something very small and thin and and uh, durable that can handle. Oh, and don't mind, don't mind that rip on the back. That's 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 part of the packing process. It was already there. It was already there. Um, by the way, I didn't open it from that direction, obviously. So. And inside this, what should be used for anything, but what I got is my, <laughs> it's my black series here. I'll try That's Ooh. me squished series. Look at that. Oh, it's so sad. Crunched series, Oh wow, man. And, and guess what? You're talking to a guy and we got shabby geek Mark in the room here. You're talking to a guy who likes his black series. He likes them in the box. He's going to put them on display, especially with these amazing side murals that are all connected and tied together. Yeah. You know, and then this is, that's what I got on the bottom of my beautiful side mural is that little dip. So I was a little frustrated by that. And, and, and this is, this is the issue. I mean, you can see inside this packaging, I'm showing it off. The bubble wrap is almost non-existent. I mean, you can't even pop it. Like there's no bubble to this wrap. So, um, just a little frustration here that now this is the Mandalorian. uh, See, I was so mad. I didn't even look at it. There he is. The loyalist. Right. From the Mm -hmm. Clone Wars. That's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. Cool, dude. So there you go. There's my grape. That is what I got. Now, what I wanted to kind of add to that is now, lo and behold, today I received this box. And this is also from Walmart.com. Okay. I don't know what's in it. This is what I do, Alan. I like Ooh, I order things reveal. and I I order things and I forget what I get. <laughs> and guess what? It is also a black series.
0: Ooh. Look at this guy. Get your face out of the is. screen. It's the uh, Ahsoka trooper, Ahsoka those, clone trooper. Those are sharp.
2: Ooh, nice, yeah.
1: Very nice, right? Now look. He came in now, granted, zero packing. (laughs) Yeah, he was just banging around in there. (laughs) But even still, he had more of a hope in that box than he did in this. So Mm -hmm. it's just a frustrating thing. I don't know how, you know, and obviously in the holiday season, they're probably ramping up their shipping processes and the people that they hire to do the shipping. And I know shipping can't be the best job at this time of year when really you're 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 probably uh, ranked on 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 speed rather than quality you know how fast can you get a box packed and shipped out it's like they
0: don't have any packing materials because i'll say this i've i've been fortunate the the handful of times i've ordered from walmart they haven't put anything in like packing wise they just put it in the item in a box and it rattles around there but it's been in a box thankfully not a bag and it's been small enough so that it didn't get all dinged up uh, Matt says well you can set him free now because the boxes are right. I understand but look at that mural
1: look at that mural look it connects it's yeah, the nice. it's the Mando right next to the
0: trooper there which I think is hey and we got Paul here Paul is watching here. We the
1: Soka poopy Walmart poopy <laughs> Walmart is a uh, hey Paul is a correct statement so there you go normally uh, Alan we kind of reveal what we get and we'd like to talk happily about it but this time I was like you know and Black Series we've been We've been getting a few of already, but it's just kind of frustrating to have, you know, you spent some money. Did that connect? Yeah. Um anyway. And I got this dude too, but I already had one. Because Andy, my buddy, takes care of me.
0: But yeah, that's true. Oh. I do. I do. I nice. So
1: there you go. That's enough of me.
0: David says no one puts an eighty seven Camaro out on the front lawn if the hood is smashed in. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. Although I've never well, I don't know why an eighty seven Camaro. I'd go a little I'd I think go, that's better off dead. I'd go sixty seven. Okay. All right, <laughs> better off. <dead>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well the I thing that
2: like
0: $2. <laughs> 2 exactly, $2. Uh um but I the thing that I got is what I got when I walked in tonight to your place here Josh and that is I got this yes, this t-shirt.
1: alan, alan do you see what we're rocking
2: tonight? Those are awesome. don't you have one alan do you have one
1: one. why don't you why don't you have one i know why you didn't because it wasn't mandatory that's why
2: yeah i didn't get the memo sorry did did you you see our lanyards though let me get the officials here let me let
0: me take this oh yes let me take this patch off
2: very nice yeah
1: cool so I got a package in the mail last week, and I hope a lot of other people did too. And and I kind of like this, that they paid up, even though it was a little late, right? Um, mm-hmm. But obviously, pandemic. But we got the Star Wars Celebration 2020 Anaheim uh, uh, pack. And of course, when you buy from ReadPop, the swag. When you buy the, the ticket from ReadPop, they give you all the add-ons, and I'm a sucker. I'm like, yeah, I'll take the t-shirt. Yeah, I want the lanyard. Yeah, I want the pat or the the buttons. Oh, so we got some cool yeah. buttons there or <laughs> pins. Um, so we were pretty excited, and Andy and Riley were like, you know, in honor of the fact that I probably would have gotten to meet Alan. <laughs> yes, <laughs> were you going to go, Alan?
2: Yes, I of course
1: was. you were. I would have. I would have been able to meet Alan. I would have been able to meet all of our fellow uh, network at the Beyond the Blasters Network teammates. Which would have been because we come all across the world from from Canada to the UK to well, a lot of East Coasters out there too uh, to Midwest and and then of course we hold down the uh, Northwest so and you Alan you're in you said New Hampshire
0: right is that what you yeah. said yeah is the so. is the capital of, of New Hampshire Montpelier
2: <laughs> no that's Vermont uh, it's Concord. Concord Concord yes Concord yeah. New Hampshire yeah. yep.
1: A oh, nice so try, close. teach. So close. that's yeah, why you I was... teach math. Yeah, that's why I
2: teach math. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh,
2: north of Boston, just to give you a, a you know a bearing for it. Okay,
0: nice. Well, we're two hours south of Seattle. If that gives you any bearing, yeah. yes,
2: it does it does. They're
1: both places we can't fly to right now. Right, yeah, that's, that's uh, <laughs> how I feel. So yeah, but uh, anyway, so we're we're uh, happy to represent for our all our friends out there that didn't get to make it to celebration. That would have, um, and all our friends that wouldn't have made it anyway. So I guess uh, good so on guess, you, and we'll see, in two, and we are,
0: we'll see in two years. We'll see uh, in two years. We
1: just got that. Did you get that? The twenty twenty two August. What is it, fifth seventeenth or something like that? Twenty twenty two email. It just kind of passed. Not. So. It passed up your. Did you refund your ticket or not?
2: I refunded it. Okay, actually.
1: that's why you didn't get it. mine. Passed on because I was just like, oh, it'll be next year, which of course I was dead wrong. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> As many of us were right. All right, well, Alan, without further ado, why don't we get into some Mando Monday mania, right? And we've got a drop for that. <laughs> Mando Monday mania. <laughs> All right, there you go. We, we like doing weird uh, editing stuff, Alan. Don't mind us. I like that. All right, so first on the list, why don't we talk about some vintage collection announcements? And the first one that we have which is one we've seen before in the retro line, but that's okay. We knew vintage would come out with it is Mr. Grief Carga? Mm-hmm. Now, Alan, tell me when you're looking at that picture, that's not a toy. It's not. A How toy. is
2: that possible? It's not a toy.
1: <laughs> it's not a toy. It's a, it's a picture of what a toy would look like if you had made it a toy. I can't <laughs> believe they released that. They didn't even make a prototype. They're just like, ah, it's a, let's give them the, it looks very 2D. <laughs> it looks very 2D. Is I guess right. I
0: gotta put my glasses.
1: On put one. your glasses on and look at him. Because I have to be honest, if the toy looks that good, mm-hmm. as far as from facial structure features, but
2: it's well, not they a get toy. they're better with that stuff, aren't they? They
1: are. Yeah, gotcha. Didn't it? Mm-hmm.
0: So I wonder. Again, this is a common uh, curiosity of mine. Is the is the is the robe or the cape? Is it cloth or is it molded? <laughs> I know it looks cloth to me in the. Obviously, the
1: the computer rendering that they use to represent grief for the vintage collection. It's very interesting that they couldn't get the model for this. I I, I don't get it. It's the first time I've ever seen this.
2: Yeah,
1: it kind of looks like a comic book cover. It does. It's the first time I've ever seen them kind of like re- announce something. Oh and yeah, use... Framie just said that
0: in the chat. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. great. It models. does Horses. like
2: when with the Star Wars comics when they used to have those little you know alternative cover inserts yeah. that you go through over and over again with the first series of star wars.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, I, I agree. Unless that's what you're getting. You're getting a paper doll inside of a card back. <laughs>
0: I don't know. We'll get to the paper doll <laughs> section. Yeah, yeah, we'll that's get to that in a things They
2: haven't done yet.
1: Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Paper dolls. Okay. And along those same lines, we get the child. Now I believe the child might be in the same realm here. Don't know if
0: that's a toy. No, that, that is, that's, that's something that has been uh, talked about coming down. It looks like it's an
1: image of the toy, but it's not actually packaged yet. So obviously they're, they're, they're trying to support the Mando Mondays, get that product out there, uh, uh, keep, keep new stuff coming, but they're just a little behind the ball. I mean, the, this is all pre-order stuff. So, I mean, who knows Mm -hmm. how long is it going to take? Right. So they're, they're throwing up computer generated images to make you feel like, so Alan, let me ask you this how many how many childs do you own <laughs> how many children <laughs> i don't know if that's a great question or not out of context oh he's got one that's a black
2: series right there look at that yes. little beauty that's that's the only one that's the only one of him that i own so uh, actually that's not true um my uh my older son got me uh one of the lego brickheads. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yep. And those, so those. I
2: have, yeah, that uh, dual pack combination of the child and the Mandalorian as a brickhead. So how do you excellent. feel
1: about the child as a character in the Mandalorian? Is it getting too much attention or not enough?
2: I think they are balancing it correctly, but Perfect. I will say that I I don't I don't know if I've actually said this out loud anywhere. Ooh. Um, there's a part of me that believes that. This series does not work if the child is anyone else except a member of Yoda's species. If Mando goes into that, you know, that uh, encampment and with IG-11, you know, kills all of those Clatoonians uh, and whatnot. Was it Uh No, I can't remember. No,
0: it's com- a Kamina? Com- uh, but- com- no, the... Oh, wait. No, they're the uh, uh... Oh, shoot. Yeah, all of all... those
2: mercenaries. We'll just leave it at right. That. And if he goes in and he oh finds yeah yeah any other species of character other than this one, I don't know if the series works as well. You're saying if it was a hut
1: species, it wouldn't have worked.
2: Yeah, if it was Stinky <laughs> the Hut, no, Stinky, <laughs> Stinky the Hut. You know, I agree. I agree. Like, like yeah, you know, I mean still cute for sure but i i honestly think the series like does not work unless it is this character so well that's it, the
1: genius of favreau and filoni right yeah i mean i i agree and mm-hmm. especially one did you see the the you know where they went through the iterations of what it would look like the bait mm-hmm. and the child i mean they landed on that which is the cutest thing you've ever seen in your life and there were some not so cute Versions of the child, and and (laughs) no, not at all. Like you would not have been endeared to it at all. So I think you're right,
0: Alan. The the, they were weak ways. They were weak ways. Weak ways. Okay. In there you go. In the shootout at the OK Corral. At the OK.
1: All right, Thank so you. we we have ch- we have the child in the vintage collection, we have Grief Karga, um, and here are a couple comparisons since we need to distinguish between all the children that we have coming our way. Yes. We've got the Razor Crest child. That's how he looks. He's got look, he's got a little pearl in his hand. Don't know what's going on there, but he's he's, he's got palm. the silver knob. Oh, it's a silver knob. Thank yeah. you. He's going to he's oh yeah, the pearl's much bigger. He's palming that so he's going to dunk it. Um We've got the Walmart release. This one looks like a grumpier, angrier child, which Walmart, I get.
0: Because um, he the, he's disappointed in their packaging as well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then we have Child Plus Frog, and that's standard release we've got. So here we go. Let's recap. Razorcrest, Angry Walmart, and Standard. So um, then my last question is have we had enough of the child in toy form in merchandise? I don't think so. I think that's what we're doing here. Like maybe we think <laughs> maybe, it's too much. Maybe
0: Josh thinks it's maybe too
1: much. Maybe Josh thinks
0: it's
2: too much.
1: <laughs> but I think in order to get to the masses, you got to hit them from all directions. I mean, grandma's going to be walking down the right aisle and see the right thing and remember that her kid said I love that green baby and and pick up, you know, pick up the toy for Christmas. So I, I I'm okay with that. We're
2: going to give you every possible iteration.
0: Every possible every, one. They will leave no stone unturned. child unturned.
1: Uh, we, uh, dang, again, not very good uh, structuring. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Speaking of the child, we've got a wanted poster puzzle. Now, you can't tell maybe from if you're watching, but that's a puzzle. So if you're bored on on Christmas
0: Day, and you want to put a puzzle together. If, if you look closely at this, this has got small pieces. This is a tougher puzzle than you might. This is not for little kids. This is a, a, a grown-up, let's put a log on the fire and knock this thing out in a couple hours kind and, of a And
1: not talk to each other kind of puzzle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, perfect.
0: It's the day after Thanksgiving kind of don't talk to me. I'm letting my food digest still kind of puzzle. Yeah.
1: If you can get it by Thanksgiving, I think it's more a day after Christmas type of deal. Yeah, but probably yeah. more like the day after uh, <laughs> the valentine's day after, the day after arbor day um arbor day yeah so uh alan yeah. alan what do you think of these we i i looked at these and have you seen these these are wood art plaques now i guess we're getting a scale off the cushions of this these pillows or or oh no
0: we have a actually we have a wookie for scale down in the corner bottom right oh yeah so um from regal robot these are these look great Alan, do you know what they are from?
2: Uh, to me, they look like they are from the classic 24 action figure suitcase type of action figure cases.
1: You're absolutely right. Alan, Alan gets more cred. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me write that down. Alan moves up the chart. Yeah. We have a flow chart, um,
0: but you're you're moving your way. You're up. moving up the rankings yeah. here. Huh. Uh, yes, <laughs> they they are the. Beautiful. Yeah, the, the two different Empire Strike Back version cases, um, one with a red interior, one with a tan interior, mm. and then the Return of the Jedi, if you're actually going to find that case, that's going to cost you a two to $300, mm. just as a, an aside on the vintage stuff. But these plaques represent the covers to those. They're a nice throwback, uh, You know, tip of the cap to the uh, years past, um and definitely directed at an audience of 40 to 50 something year olds so (laughs) well let me ask you this andy are you going to get one of these uh or all of these in your collection um you know what i wouldn't i wouldn't mind them i'm gonna have to check the price yeah because i didn't check that i just grabbed the photograph but uh they are definitely something that uh i could see adorning a wall in my home okay all right all right
1: That was a Christmas list for all of you listening out there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. I'm ready to dive into this. This is very interesting to me. I am a patron of Columbia Sportswear, which is our hometown uh, sportswear manufacturer from... It's a local. The great city of Portland and beyond Seattle. So, Columbia has done some great things. I own a Columbia Star Wars-themed jacket, which is... The, um, uh, what was it? The the Empire Strikes Back, uh, crew Ooh. jacket from Hoth. I got it. I got it. it's over there. I'll pick it up nice. for you later. Here. In and I'll right. show Here you. I'll go model it. Oh, he's gonna go model it. All right, uh-huh. and he's gonna model it as we look at this, and that's a good thing. So. Columbia. Here's the thing about Columbia. Their gear is second to none when it comes to quality and warmth. I mean, if you're buying gear to actually be warm, which was the issue I ran into when I bought the other star, my star Wars same jacket, the thing's too damn warm. (laughs) I can't wear it anywhere except a Hoth like location or else I'm sweating. Yeah, exactly. Except Norway. (laughs) So, um, here's the Mandalorian, um, launching in 10 days, obviously the hours are ticking down. If you go to their website, um, but here's what they're launching, and I'll I'll get to Andy in a moment. <laughs> Should I get to him now? No, Actually. no, 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 no. Go okay. <laughs> so, uh, and here he's going to flicker on the screen. So this is the Mandalorian Interchange Hybrid Jacket, and its price tag is 300 bucks. Oof. So that's the deal with Columbia. If you if you buy a Columbia jacket, especially a Star Wars themed one, you're going to pay a premium price. And now this jacket for $300, you do get two different variations. You're getting the jacket as a whole, which has an over vest, or you're getting the two parts. You can wear the vest on its own. You can wear the jacket on its own. And they all have pretty good stylings. As a matter of fact, what I like a lot about this... Is I wouldn't feel self-conscious wearing this jacket out in public. People may not identify it as a directly Star Wars themed jacket. As you can see, the vest has some some nods towards maybe the Beskar armor, but it's not like a blatant, you know, uh, laser-scored armor look or something like that. I, I I wouldn't be embarrassed to go to my kids, you know, uh, outdoor graduation in this in the middle of February. So, uh, how, what do you think of these, Alan?
2: they're very nice. Um, and I agree with you. Yeah. It's definitely a more subtle presentation comparatively speaking. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I think they're very well done. And, uh, you know, my own winter jacket is a Columbia jacket knock on wood that I was able to get at a, you know, end of season sale a couple of years. Yeah. Ago, right. I
0: so. um, mean, is it as subtle as this? no, <laughs> I'm, I'm warm. It. I'm, I'm very it. warm. So you get the... Yeah. I don't, no, it's the other side. Yeah,
1: yeah you get the Star Wars uh, right on your left chest. Pickle there. You got crew, Norwegian unit. Um, and by the way, the crew is Velcro ripoffable, so you could custom the crew badge if you wanted to with your own name. The patch, yeah. You get the Empire Strikes Back. And the cool thing was is it came with a beautiful box. And, and, uh, the history behind that jacket. So I am really speaking to the quality of Columbia. Yeah. You have the, the yeah. thermal interior, which is like the reflective, you know, that's their own patent where like takes your body heat, heats it up to 150
0: degrees and shoots it back at you. And the, uh, there's the coordinates, the coordinates. If you wanted to actually visit where they were shooting, they have the longitude and latitude. Yeah.
2: Nice. You wear it well, man. Uh, <laughs> I he's taking
0: it. it. Yeah. See, and instantly
1: you are. And I love that you're wearing the 40th anniversary Empire Strike Back shirt That's underneath perfect. it. This it was a perfect presentation. Synergy. Synergy, baby. <laughs> so, um, Alan, just when you thought that you'd be okay wearing the Mandalorian jacket, they went ahead and added this for your. <laughs> <laughs> for your kid's graduation uh oh, that.
2: <laughs> is now, that separate do you buy that that's
1: separate it's 40 more dollars so you're gonna pony up 300 dollars for the jacket and vest but you're gonna go and add 40 more dollars for the gator which by the way in any other year you'd be like yeah no i'm not owning that but in this year you might be hey i can go out in the cold and still be
0: still be covid safe <laughs> you, you know what this reminds me of this reminds me of uh of the knights from uh, Monty Python and uh, <laughs> yes. and the Holy Grail, run away, run away. Yeah, yeah, so you can get yourself you can get yourself a lovely gator. Um,
2: have at you, have at you.
1: It's only a flesh wound. Yeah. Um, now this Me is has a-
2: shrubbery. <laughs> well, that was nice.
1: Now this uh. is where. Columbia shifts gears for me, like from a financial standpoint. Then you can get this beautiful little thing. I've got a, I've got a new little niece on the way, and this little for fifty dollars, you get this adorable little bunting, which I think Columbia kind of knows. They're like, yeah, we know you're going to pay fifty bucks. It's not going <laughs> to work. It's not going to work in six months. So you know, we we got you. Yeah, I think that's adorable, and I think the price is actually right because if you've ever bought kids' clothing especially at any quality that isn't, you know, that's something you're trying to get for a name brand or something, you know, niche like this, you're going to pay 50 bucks. So I appreciate this. It's, it's cute. It's adorable. It'll last and you can hand it down from one child to the next. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they bump it up to maybe a toddler or a kid size. Again, price is not bad. 80 bucks, $75. Especially if you're somebody that takes your kid to the, to the mountain, this would be a great, addition to their ski wardrobe i'm sure it's going to be plenty warm and it's only 80 bucks i don't know where the obviously a little bit less fabric but i don't know where the the difference comes from 300 to 80 like i feel like this is 80 dollars worth of fabric then my coat's going to be like 200 dollars worth of fabric but whatever right and it's (laughs) totally adorable and right here as you can see kid looks great she looks very happy to be in that um get up but uh, maybe on not
2: Tatawine with you know yes
1: uh, a perfectly <laughs> themed you nailed that right shouldn't they be in the spider cave at this point yeah um uh, yeah it's probably not as attractive to the uh to the buyers but um right. there you go there's your kid's jacket child's jacket and then if you're a cheapskate you could pay 120 dollars for a hoodie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a gray hoodie. just a gray damn hoodie that they put some angular features on the front. <laughs> I'm the Mandalorian. Yeah. I don't know about that hoodie, but uh alan what do you think? Um I mean it looks Which one of these fun. are you going to own? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry. I mean And then just just <laughs> for fun they put this image at the bottom of the Columbia site. I thought it was actually kind of funny. It's just this gal Mm -hmm. on tatooine i there's no reference to a a female version of this i I don't that doesn't even look like the hoodie i just showed so i was
2: gonna say it kind of sort of looked like it but
1: no look the hoodie's got a little more line action going on oh you're right she was just at the bottom i feel like columbia so let let me let me spin this a different way i think columbia is hinting at something here Mm. yeah spoiler alert Mm, columbia They've got oh. a big one going. All right. Enough with Columbia. I don't know about that. All right. Let's rip through the rest of these so we can get done on time. We've got Igloo comes out with the Mandalorian, uh little lunchbox there. I, how do you feel about these? Pass. I think that's
2: cool. That's cute.
1: I'm with Alan. If I go ahead, Alan. No, I mean, they're I think How big great. is it? Like a, a lunch tote size thing? It's or? like the, I think you can fit like a six pack in there. You know, right. that's, that's what it is. Yeah. If I can take a six pack to the beach with my Mandalorian igloo or send my kid to school with six a six pack, pack. A <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. No, I, I just thought it was kind of cool. I don't think they're bad. I don't know what the pricing is yet, but mm-hmm. I think they're kind of fun. I don't know. What does the chat think out there? Are they, are they yelling about it yet? We haven't even looked at the chat. Are you on the chat, make sure. Cause the chat will tell us stuff. Um, so I thought they were kind of cool. I think that's a good addition, at least from the, the merchandising perspective as we're getting something a little bit different. It's not a piece of clothing. It's not another child. It's a cool lunchbox. It's on
2: cartoon yeah. art type of no. presentation of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The child is on there. I get it. And I actually I, I like the comic, you know, cell feel too. I think that's mm-hmm. pretty slick. Kara Dunes looking slick. Framie likes them. I'm with Framie. Mm-hmm. All right, here's our next one, Alan. It's your bo Katan. Life size cutout. Ah. Life size cutout made in the USA. All right. She's 68 inches tall. What's that, five, eight? Five, eight. Is that, 5'8"? 5'8". Now, uh, you can have this in your home. Obviously, you can see how it sets up. It's a, another piece of cardboard that goes in the opposite direction. So, perfect. Um, I added this image because I liked this guy next because that's the exact smile I would have if I was standing next to Kate Sackhoff. That's just how <laughs> I would just be. Look.
2: <laughs> look at me. Look at me.
1: <laughs> like, that is my uh, con picture right there. Yeah. When she's at the next con and I, that, that's how I'll look. I mean, not that skinny <laughs> though. Look at that guy. He doesn't eat. All right. <laughs> <laughs> next, next, next. <laughs> I thought this Aww. was pretty cool. I thought Aww. this was pretty cool. I like a little, uh, 276 piece Lego set. It is called, what's it called? It's called trouble on Tatooine. Is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Yeah. Yep. It's not even on the box, but I remember that trouble on Tatooine. Um, I love the crossbow. Uh, which is from the Kray Dragon scene. Yeah. You got yourself a, a Tuscan Raider. You've got yourself the Mando. You got the, the child computer. in a little, in, a, in his punching pouch in the back, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and Maybe then what is the scene there? Is that, is that, well, that's a Raider hut then, right? Uh, a, a Raider, uh, Tuscan Raider camp. What do they call those? Uh, yurt, a Raider yurt. A Raider, a Tuscan yeah. yurt. A Tuscan yurt right there. So, um, <laughs> I thought I thought this was a pretty nice little set. What do you think the price going rate's probably going to be? $30, 40 bucks. I right? would say
0: twenty nine ninety nine. There That's you go, prediction.
1: There you go. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. All right, um, and then Andy just brought these in for us. Alan, uh, uh, are you a big Funko guy? Uh, not
2: so much. Doesn't doesn't do anything for me particularly. But you know, okay. like more power to anyone who likes them.
1: Yeah. Uh, did you did you hear about Andy's Funko problem? <laughs> No. no, it's not a problem anymore. No, he recently got a medication for it, like a cream, I think. And he sold a bunch of them. So, yeah, topical? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very topical. <laughs> uh, but we do have the uh, what is this? Called? These the, are some more McC- concept. edition. Mo- yeah.
0: Macquarie concept Funkos. Uh, yeah. This is a it's a different it's a slightly different uh, Darth Vader. And then we're getting three new ones because before we had uh, Starkiller Killer. And Boba and Chewbacca, along with Vader, and this time we're getting another Vader, and then three other concept figures. So yeah, like, oh. so
1: yeah, they are cool. They got some good packaging. Uh, I like I like Vader's kind of blue look It's pretty cool. Yeah, and these and he's wielding a blue saber too. I have to be honest, I would not have been disappointed with Hippie Yoda if he'd have showed up. He looks <laughs> kind of like Kurt Cobain Yoda, which I think would have been fine. <laughs> If
0: Kurt Cobain could have lasted a little longer, he might have looked like this. <laughs> oh dear golly. He might have looked he a little bit like he this. Oh, he might man. look like
1: that now. Um now. so yeah, so there's there's that. Um <laughs> uh do get to
0: the other Funko. That's the one that we right. need to talk to Alan. I, know, I about. was kind
1: of saving it for the last because I want the last <laughs> oh, one. You? I want okay. to get through all these. Okay, okay. Then, don't get to, don't all worry, all right. I know what I'm doing. Okay, here. good. I'm glad, all right I'm and now trust you. uh just one. I, well, I'll I'll do this one first. This is Alan. This is the most controversial board game that has come out in our generation, I will have to say, at least in let's say 2020 all right um and here it is and alan i really want to get your take on this here it comes it's snack time the child game okay where you launch frogs into the child's mouth all right or other or food items pre-frogs (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh here we go <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Pref- yeah alan now you know alan now you know three frogs three frogs believe- <laughs> i believe will be will be the politically correct term that i use
2: oh,
1: which no. caused a firestorm on twitter oh. or yeah so yes. we'll, we'll be careful here we want not respect everyone's feelings but but i feel like this is very i feel like buffalo games uh which is down the bottom right there right mm-hmm. next to disney may have uh made a misstep here making light of feeding a baby
0: and <laughs> living frogs.
2: Well, I mean, they're playing off of the one from way back in season one, right? When Yes, were Wheels Farm. Yeah. So, yes. I mean,
1: yeah. It just The question I have though, was that frog a sentient frog? Oh. I just don't know. That's it. Who knows these days? I mean, you don't know in a galaxy far, far away, which one of these, these little guys can talk and, and has feelings. So, um, but it doesn't look humanoid. So, n- no one will get offended um there you go the, the is, most controversial game that we've seen and i say buy it now because pretty soon it's going to be
2: banned well isn't joseph campbell also known for saying a vegetarian is someone who can't hear a tomato scream <laughs> i mean wait you just
0: brought it full circle here full circle. Alan. i mean <laughs> joseph campbell references yeah. and baby yoda and are all good and i mean, don't know
1: we're gonna get canceled I yeah i'll uh, tell you that much all righty, Alan, here it comes. This is the one we really wanted to talk to you about. And, and Andy, I'll let you take it from here.
0: Okay. Very excited about this because I know that when we look at star Wars merch that comes out, we are always looking for, Oh, what's the, you know, on the black series, who's the, who's next in the line. Can you catch a little shoulder to maybe see, you know, another figure on the paneling, you know, who, who might be coming out next or uh, you know, potential spoilers that might be uh that you know whether it's yeah, i don't know just we're, we always look at toys as maybe a look in the future as well as you know because it was popular in the past you know mm-hmm. so this pop might be a glimpse in the future a bit oh, and boy. and i wanted your take on it uh this is the mandalorian super commando pop uh limited edition too I, and i Forgive me for not knowing where this is uh, going to be sold at. Maybe someone in the chat um, knows this. But first of all, the coloring the the coloring immediately takes me to uh, the Siege of Mandalore and the Maul followers. It, mm-hmm. it looks to me a little bit more of that kind of coloring than the uh, than the Mandalorian. Uh, sympath, uh, sympathizer, you know, group, uh, like your, like your black series that you got. Right. Um, right there. Yeah. So, so Alan, I wanted to ask you two things. Um, I believe this to be a female, uh, and secondly, I'm curious about the hand print on the helmet because I know it's not the hand of Saruman, but, um, (laughs) or Wilson or, or Wilson Wilson. (laughs) But what uh, do you, do you feel like that this is a glimpse into the future or it's a nod to something in the past?
2: (sighs) I feel like that's more future oriented and I will say that I'm not thoroughly versed on Mandalorian stuff and I'm operating under the presumption that that's not going to be legends related. I don't imagine that they are making things from a legend's perspective unless they're doing, say, for example, like with Macquarie items, something that's more like concept art or, um, there are those action figures also for the Mandalorian that are based on um, concept ones as well. And I can't think of what those are called. They released them on a previous Mando Monday. Um, so my gut says that that's forward looking, I would say. But I certainly don't recognize the handprint situation. It's not a Death Watch thing because that's more like three you know, fingers up and down. Basically, um, okay. Can
1: I can I can I bring up a theory that might blow everything out of the water?
2: Oh
0: yeah, do it. Is this one that we discussed earlier? Yeah. No. Okay. This
1: might do it from a toy perspective. Okay. Can I help you out here? Sure. Let's hear it. And the only reason I have it is because I just received this and 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 was a little ticked off about it. But remember, this is the Super Commando, and it has a crown. Right. We could be looking at a very lazy interpretation of the crown when it comes to a pop.
0: Well, the the crown was to
1: symbolize Maul. I I understand that, but we already have the super commando right here. And we saw the super commando where we saw that the crown was already in season one, right? When the Mandos came down or, or not, have we never seen this character? It doesn't
2: look familiar to me, but there were a number of Mandalorians down there and then, Mando's that showed up in the sin when well went. i guess what i'm ju- just yeah. you
1: take the picture down okay. I, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm still showing it i apologize yeah no, that, okay. about that. um uh, so this is this is what i'm looking at here on this super commando which black series released you know a few weeks ago or m- month ago so um, you're you're
0: just chalking this up to the, fe- up the to, female version of that if
1: it's even female i'm chalking it up to the fact that they just didn't want to put a crown on a funko
0: Hmm. OK, uh, go back to the Funko picture real quick, because I'll tell you why I think it's a, a female version of that or because the eyes are a little rounded. Uh, I'm gonna. I got another. I got. I can contest you again. Go ahead. Keep going. OK. And then the the leg armors on the side. And, and well, I mean, Funko isn't the, the the pillar of accuracy. Well, no, you can look, though. It's, it's a skirt like on the Funko. And on the female Mandalorians, their armor is on the on the side of their legs and hips, as opposed to the males, where it's on the front. Okay, the no, that's that's a good take. Now, what I was going to point
1: out is, look at the weapons. The yeah, gun. They're, they're the pistols. Yeah, to that gun. Yeah, similar, if it, not identical. Bo Katan has some very similar to it. I'm just saying it might be a lazier interpretation of a crown there. You know, I I don't know where where Funko decided they weren't going to put some 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 spines on the top of their they're pophead. Yeah, I hate to burst any bubbles there, but you, you just... haven't bursted my bubble. Okay,
0: okay, I'm glad. I um, get very depressed when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I will say that in a in a network chat earlier today, Shannon yes. threw out there oh, perhaps that's uh, the guard for Ahsoka Tano.
1: My only combat to that would be the names the same. This is a Mandalorian super commando, and so yes. Is that.
0: But what do those Mandalorians respect? Power. And who overthrew Maul? Ahsoka. So maybe... Maybe. Okay. Okay. That's that's where I kind of made an offhanded connection, but maybe there's a... I don't know. I don't I'm with know. you, Alan. What do you think? I think <laughs> Now that you eat... have these
1: two competing stories, me just saying, shut up, it's a toy error, and <laughs> Andy with a deep revelation, which one do you support? <laughs> <laughs> oh, or do you have your own?
2: Oh, I think I've been a... Gonna try and find the middle path here. <laughs> um I think it's gotta be emblematic of something that hand thing, but um I don't think it's a crown necessarily. And I'm going to say that I'm gonna end up re-watching all of the Mandalorian covert sections <laughs> from season one just to make sure that I haven't missed anything because I mean there's so many blink and you'll miss it kind of moments throughout that show i'm sure there are things like what we just found out recently i think that um the frog lady from those you know two episodes actually appeared in the background apparently in episode five the gunslinger from chapter or from season one so um you know i i have a feeling there are elements that are being snuck in on us that we just haven't had a chance to absorb yet so yeah, I think I will end up watching a few more <laughs> Mandalorian covert scenes to see if I can find it. You All see right.
1: Frami's statement there? He says, slow down, chaps. It's from Clone Wars Season 7.
2: Oh.
1: Okay.
0: okay.
2: Oh. And
1: it does say the Clone Wars
2: on there. Yeah, there okay. Now, but Does that mean the Funko is, though?
1: I don't know. I mean, everything's done with a little bit of purpose, especially since the mural is going to tie in, but however, guess what's on that mural as well? The 32nd ahsoka's clone trooper you know uh, yeah that's 332nd that. so so apparently they're kind of m- they're mixing the mandalorian loyal well no that's all clone wars so yeah maybe that's yeah, what those, it
0: is yeah those black series figures so are you're all...
1: saying you're trying to tie the pop you're saying the pop is going to show up in the mandalorian
0: well yes. i wondered
1: that okay. was the wonder okay.
2: wondering yeah
1: okay yeah all right and this is me being very naive to clone wars because i'm not as deep i don't yeah. You you have a better recollection of that too, so you bring it back, and and the Ahsoka ties are not as clear for me when it comes to Clone Wars, but that's maybe Alan. Alan, you and I might be a little closer there. I'm not. Well, I'm fully prepared to be wrong about everything, of course. So. But I mean, a theory is a theory. We can
0: just play with it,
2: Love right? The, it's a good theory. <laughs>
1: yes. All, All right. right. And our last item that we'll put up on the screen here, and this is one I was going to throw out. Um, <laughs> 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 I have a little challenge. I, I wanted to present just m- mainly to the chap and even to you, Alan, a uh, chat uh, Alan. I'll throw this out to you as well. These macaroons are blue, right? Well, mm-hmm. I wanted to just kind of, you know, for the cost of shipping, I wanted to see if I could create the blue macaroons with laser etched mudhorn symbols on the top
2: oh, and
1: ship them out to, to five people a pack of whatever I can buy. I don't know, six or 12 and to ship them out because I have this laser etcher And the, and this is way too deep, but they advertise and they use macaroons to say, use your laser etcher to etch stuff on food. And I've never done it before. They do. And so I was like, well, these macaroons for our listeners for the cost of shipping just need your address we can we can figure out the first 5 the dm the holocronics at Holochronicles on twitter i will ship you laser etched mudhorn macaroons <laughs> So, Alan, just hit it. Alan, I might send you some just because now. So, um, because you're with me. So, you're going to get, a, you're, if I can find the macaroons. Hey, this wouldn't
0: be the first laser etch thing we've sent to Alan. And I know. Well, we we, we know. help Alan out with the laser <laughs> etcher.
2: And yeah. I love it. I'm so honored to have
0: that. <laughs> well, you're about to get some perishable
1: foods. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I might I might do that. As, I'm not, not might. The first five to DM us on Twitter, at Holocronicles and like, and share, and subscribe they have beyond uh, the beyond the blast Doors network as long as you've done all those things which anyone in the chat right now has um uh i'll 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 get some macaroons i'm not saying how many it might be two i'm not saying they're gonna be great either you're gonna get exactly what i'm able to produce it might <laughs> it might be charred macaroons we're talking and and uncle owen style macaroons but <laughs> but you'll get them from me and it'll just be like Three bucks shipping. All right. I might not even charge you that. Just DM me if you want them. So, <laughs> so there's, there's my take, because this was hilarious. Cause this is all, this is a, this is a Napoleon dynamite tots moment in, <laughs> in your zipper pouch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and He's it was t- basically, it was basically the child being the the bully here. He's like, eh. and then he forced grow, grabbed macaroons. We haven't even talked about that. I mean, <laughs> He used the, there's two significant moments where he uses the force. One is to stop a mud horn and two oh and then the fireball too. Well, oh, that, that yeah, too. Yeah. I there's three. About that. Oh, sorry. Three, three. Yeah. Who, who even remembers the fireball and then three to steal macaroons. So that's why I thought the mud horn and macaroons would be fitting <laughs> as your, as two out of three. Well, fire, guess
0: what? A laser was used to make them. So there we go. <laughs> just nailed it. We just got like four tweets. And I, I bet took, we. Did. I'll take some macaroons, please. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't. Alan, you're getting some too. Oh, uh, look at this comment here.
1: Uh. <laughs> you bet, Mark. <laughs> we'll do it on a piece of bread. I can't guarantee it's going to be worth eating when you get it, though. Oh gosh. All right. Well, uh, Alan. So tell us. I mean, I know we asked you about the the Mandalorian in the beginning. What you thought um, of so far? What do you think we're going to get? To round the, just give us your best prediction to round out season two. Any hot takes? any hot takes? Anything you've been anything you leaked, Alan, you have your finger on the Disney pulse.
2: <laughs> Hasbro pulse, Hasbro pulse. Um, oh, not as much as you might think. Um, i I feel like we've seen most of everything that they've shown in the trailer and in commercials. So, I really feel like we're getting into Uncharted waters right now, but the idea of them kind of hinting at the possibility of Moth Gideon being involved with either the final order or the Sith eternal, however you want to, you know, work with either of those concepts, like that's crazy. And it's kind of fascinating that they might be building a link between the Mandalorian and the sequel trilogy in that way. Um, so I hope that they give us another little drop or two. It was great to see Dr. Pershing again. So I'm glad that he just didn't Mm. disappear off the face of the earth. And I'd love to know more about what's going to happen with that. But the fact that they've kind of said we need more blood from the child. Well, you know, that suggests that Something's going to happen to the child, and maybe, as Annie was saying, it's going to be Bo-Katan who gets the child back into the Imperials' possession in exchange for you know some victory on her behalf that betrays everybody else. I mean, that's fascinating. Ahsoka Tano showing up, and who knows what state she's going to be in, and is she still searching for Ezra Bridger? And does that mm. mean Sabine's going to come around? some way Mm. like those are still open (laughs) questions and Ezra and Thrawn has been rumored as a series but it seems like they wouldn't necessarily tell us anything about the Ezra situation in here because if it's been resolved then it kind of takes the wind out of the sails for what that series might be but if they hint at it somehow I think that could be potentially fascinating I don't know I'm I I my window to what i thought could or would happen kind of ended at him arriving at ahsoka and i was thinking that that wasn't going to happen until like a cliffhanger at the end of the season so they are there much faster than i thought they would be and yet we've barely seen gideon so i feel like we've got to have more of a confrontation between him and din so that's what i got for you
1: this was this was mentioned i like that thank you alan that's it just gets my juices thinking there. My the, juices the, thinking that's that's a <laughs> midichlorian. Juices flowing.
0: M count your, your M count. Is... My M count just went through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was mentioned last week on our streaming Star Wars uh, broadcast, but this the Mandalorian is connecting old trilogy with prequel trilogy with sequel trilogy and and clone war you know clone wars animated series it's it's the hub that is connecting all of these other known star wars quantities together and uh there was there was even uh maybe some mention of the dark forces uh video game Mm. with the with the troop with the like the they look like Yeah, they do. Advanced no, yeah. advanced troopers that Moff yep. Gideon was kind of yep. cloning or breeding or whatever the, at that last scene in the most recent episode that you know, so that's even that's old canon type video game yeah. lore that they could possibly pull in a thread on. So like it's it's really cool that this Mandalorian show is is connective tissue between all of these uh, other star wars uh, entities and and it and it would not be surprising if like you said if there was an ezra or a um, sabine or a Thrawn connection you know maybe next season or down the road but like it it wouldn't be out of line for this show to reach out and pull in from another another place like that i think it's very cool
2: Somebody and that was suggested my suggested on, um, on uh, I think it was on my YouTube channel, uh, that maybe they were purge troopers from mm. Jedi Fallen Order, also.
1: Yeah, they kind of look like, yeah, they, they have a similar look both ways. It, it they're very, uh, you know, angular and and almost Battlestar Galactica looking, you
0: yeah, know? a little yeah. Cylon ish, yeah, uh, slash Vader, slash you know, just old TIE Pilot, kind of bulky, right? But bigger i don't know there's some there's if you look at the dark forces concept art for mm. the dark troopers it's it's ve- it looks a lot like those Which, so. why
1: wouldn't they why wouldn't they pull from great content and and bring it into a new storyline um and that's what kind of led me to you know based on what you were saying alan like how many uh, series have we watched where the biggest you know enemy or protagonist of the show wasn't the biggest one of the series so you we defeat Moff Gideon who's next and that leads into a even larger you know Palpatine yeah it's well (laughs) not that we already got Palpatine we're good uh you know but it does it does flow into I don't want to say Thrawn because I think some people are against bringing Thrawn in yet I mean if Thrawn shows up I wouldn't mind if he had his own series especially live action but Mm. I mean what does it bring it into As far as the ultimate enemy, especially if we have a confrontation in season two and we already know season three and four, for that matter, are are almost locked in, you know, so I like thinking about that, too. Like we're defeating the lesser of the larger enemy, you know, in in the Star Wars series. And we don't you know, the child has to maybe do you think the child survives when it becomes the teenager? (laughs) Do you think you're going to be that tuned in? Is Din going to just Are we going to be out? having every are we are we going to have a the teenager puzzle? That's the real question.
2: <laughs> Nobody well, wants that. What no. would be a teenager because as a child, you know, that's He's 50. 50 years old. Yeah. <laughs> so we we would have to be at like what, 200 for that? I guess I guess, I guess we don't
1: guess. have time. We don't have time to see the teenage years, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a, that's a few seasons down the
2: road, right? Yeah, that is. but uh, after the sequel, trilogy, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But anyway,
1: yeah. well, thank you for that take, Alan. That was awesome. I love just, you know, that's the fun part about Star Wars, especially like we don't get new content week by week with Star Wars. We get feast or famine and then, and speculation in between, or, you know, uh, you know, praise or hatred, whatever. But right now we get to dream. And right. this is a time we all need to dream, right? <laughs> so you know, right now we get, this is the only time, these these short eight weeks are the only time, you know, and now they're even shorter. Now we only have four weeks left to just imagine our own headcanon and and come up with theories that are just worthless, which I love.
0: <laughs> uh, to put a button on this topic, we got you. one little short topic to go here, but okay. uh, Brick Something just posted in the chat here, the audio transcript with description names oh, there them, you go names them as dark troopers. There you go
2: that's what I didn't do. Oh, you got to hit closed captioning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like how many shows do you have to watch and then rewatch and then watch a third time with the captions on just to see. Yeah.
2: Well, Oh, and
0: I was going to make a
1: point back on this. I was like, hold on. Good Good poll there, Brick. Something great poll. I was going to say, uh, can you drop that uh, chat? I was, I was going to say, look at the, just to go back from a language perspective, Is that the feminine version of figurine? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's the feminine version of, of, you know, bobblehead or something, then that means it's a female. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know other languages. Can someone help us with that? Anyway, (laughs) you know. All right. That didn't make sense. I was trying to be very smart there. Nobody supported me. (laughs)
2: sorry all right um i will add something really quick though because um this was pointed out to me not just the closed captioning but also the actual audio description the narration for um for people with um sight issues um it had been pointed out that in the very first episode for season two when Cobb Vanth walks in, even though Boba Fett is not mentioned anywhere in the, you know, in the credits or anything, but the audio description says, if I remember this right, that, you know, a man comes in wearing Boba Fett's armor. And so <laughs> oh. Boba Fett is actually named in the, like, if you turn on the audio description that gets filled in saying so-and-so does this and so-and-so does that. So there's actually a narrator doing it basically and um that can give you even more information and i haven't watched the siege with that on so i wonder what that description says like if um brick something is saying
1: he agrees that, with you he says yep that's okay. what, that's what he means yep ah, so well, that's a see, great description because that's a good captions, because I, it's actually yeah he said not audio yeah he said not the regular closed captions by the way the english with audio description that's setting so one, yes that's okay, awesome that's
2: it
0: Perfect. Right. That is so. That is so, that is so good.
2: That is it. so good. That is so
0: good. All right. To close this out today, and, and uh, again, we want to thank you for your time, Alan. We have a holiday in the United States coming up uh, called Thanksgiving, where we sit and try and get with friends and family and choose to be thankful despite whatever circumstances might be. We might be surrounded by um, every year, but. Probably a little more so this year. What are we thankful for? I'm thankful that we get to have a weekly Star Wars podcast with my buddy, Josh. We get to have awesome guests like Alan come on and get to share a little bit of a Monday night with all of you in the chat or uh, listening to the smooth sounds of our voices. (laughs) But uh, to lead into that, Alan, I wanted to get you out of here with this one last question that uh, we're dying to know. And only you can provide insight on this question. What is your favorite Thanksgiving side dish?
2: Mm. Uh, It's stuffing. And I will say that I'm not going to get the particular kind of stuffing that is my favorite this time because it would come from extended family. And I'm not going to be with extended family this year. But uh, my mother-in-law actually does a tremendous job with stuffing in the bird and it, she is just magical. And, and
0: I, I take it. It's not just your basic stovetop stuffing with just a, maybe a couple added in it's, that's like homemade.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: Mm, yeah, that's pretty good.
2: So- um, I'm sure I'm sure I will end up with a Tupperware container of it at some point, which is lovely, but we're only going to see them on FaceTime this year, but Ah, that's okay. Don't
0: don't have them ship it in a Walmart bag. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) no,
2: Not one of those.
0: Andy, what's your favorite side dish? You know, uh, I I love a good green bean casserole, Mm. um, but – uh, this stuffing is right there for me too. I, I, I prefer savory over sweet. So I'm not going to say like sweet potatoes or pumpkin mm, pie or, yeah. or any like dessert items. I, I go back for seconds and thirds of dinner before I even, I don't really even bother with dessert. I just give me more dinner, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably, it's probably the green bean casserole or the stuffing, and I gotta I gotta pour a little gravy on the top too, just to ah. just to keep it warm and keep it keep it juicy. Mm. <laughs> I'm Josh. I'm getting hungry. I know, <laughs>
1: and I'm a hungry boy. Um, yeah, my entire Thanksgiving meal is centered around the mashed potatoes. So the mashed <laughs> potatoes are Mount Doom. And everything else is trying <laughs> it's trying to stop me from eating it. So um, it's mashed potatoes all the way. There's not enough butter and there's not enough pepper or salt to make those not worth eating. Uh, gravy has to be on the side. I don't want the gravy interrupting the mashed potatoes, but it can come in from time to time. As long as it doesn't touch like the pistachio pudding, it can touch the you know, cranberries fine. A little gravy, cranberry, potato mix. We're good. But the mashed potatoes... Um,
0: like close encounters are are the focal point of my uh of my meal. That's it. That's all. good. I mean, there's there's no wrong answer everybody. <laughs> Look, you get to enjoy your Thanksgiving cornbread
1: stuffing. We've got Cottage cheese salad? That might be the
0: wrong what answer. What the heck is going on here? <laughs> I'm just killing Gilster. Just kidding, buddy. You you eat eat the heck out I've of it. I've never had it. so You I can just have don't my helping. You that's can disgusting. have my helping. Don't know what that
1: means. Oh, that's so good. Oh, we could we uh, we actually, Andy and I talked before the show. We we're like, we could do a whole pot on this topic, oh, you God. know, but yeah.
0: Because I, plate. <laughs> plate construction and design on a on a prominent <laughs> meal like thanksgiving is something that i care a lot about um and so like we, we might be de- <laughs> he's a riot at the dinner table no i'm like hey did you know that's touching did you want that to touch you're getting some gravy in your corn is that cool <laughs> need an extra fork to block that off yeah hey your mashed potatoes are in your salad is that is that what you wanted did you not think that through um uh, so anyway maybe that'll be a patron only yeah uh, we'll, we'll we'll hit you guys up <laughs> Maybe this week on Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday night when we're all hungry. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, get ready.
2: <laughs> so.
1: Alan, uh, we, we haven't done a very good job of promoting you tonight. Thank you oh, so please. much for joining us and helping us. But Alan, where can everyone find you and, and find your wonderful show that everyone should like and subscribe to? Where can they find you?
2: Thank you so much. Uh, so, Star Wars Seven by Seven is meant to be a daily dose of Star Wars joy. And as we are recording this episode, two thousand three hundred and thirty-four came out Woo!
0: today. Is that is that five years running? That's six and a half. Six and a half. Six yeah. and a half. Two thousand fourteen. He started. Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! Every day for mm-hmm. six and a half years, that your daily dose. That's a true and, and You're still dose. married, right? You're still married. Yes. yes you can do days. it. It's yes. possible. Everyone years can. August.
2: Oh congratulations, oh, congratulations, sir. Yes. Thank you very wow. much. And so sw7x7.com forward slash and then whatever your favorite podcast app is, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, uh, YouTube, if you prefer a show, <laughs> um, whatever you like there, um, sw7x7podcast on Twitter and sw7x7 on Facebook and on Instagram.
1: That's Awesome. Uh, And we love your show. You know that we've been fans since the beginning. You were part of our inspiration for doing our own pod. Um, Definitely. We stole tons of content from you. So it was great. (laughs) We just love (laughs) that. I'm just kidding. No, but uh, we, we truly love having you on. You are uh, one of our favorite people and,
0: uh, uh, creators. So and oh, thank you so much, Alan. We'll be excited to meet one day in 2022 yes. or 2024 yes. or whenever it happens to yeah. be. Uh, it'll be a, it'll be a fun day when we get to shake your hand in person.
2: Yes, definitely. No, you guys are great. I love coming on the show and I'm so grateful for your support over the years too. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Alan. Hey, do you want to take us out with a, with a, Hey Rebel Rouser punch it or something, whatever you it's your line, not mine. Oh, there! Oh, he's got a dark saber. Oh, what? Uh, what? Uh, Hold on, let me solo in.
2: Oh, Bo Katan's gonna have to come after me for this. <laughs> Say, punch it,
1: <laughs> Alan. Give us a punch it.
2: Punch it. Punch it.